It is one of the biggest misconceptions is that if I need care, Medicare is going to cover it. And that is not the case. So very, very important for that long-term care planning piece, um, understanding how your benefits are going to cover an acute need, but then understanding if it's more of a long-term need, that then you're looking at long-term care insurance or private pay or a Medicaid situation. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Steadfast Care Planning Podcast, where we plan for care to live well. I'm your guide, Kelly Augsperger. Today I have with me Emily Clugston. Emily is the owner and president of Senior Servicing Company, where she and her team navigate the mounds of medical bills for seniors and their loved ones so they can spend more time on what matters most. They also help clients understand their coverage options during open enrollment to help determine the most comprehensive prescription drug plan for the following year. Welcome, Emily. Thanks so much for being here. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Kelly. I really appreciate it. Well, Emily, let's jump right in. Can we talk about Medicare open enrollment? I know it's October 15th through December 7th. What are important things that people need to consider when choosing a plan? Absolutely. So I think first and foremost, um, individuals should understand the importance of completing an analysis for the upcoming year. Last year, only 30% of Medicare beneficiaries completed this exercise. So it is very important to ensure that your prescriptions are still on formulary, which means that they're going to be covered under your prescription drug plan, that your pharmacy will still remain in network, and that you don't have to go through any additional steps if at all necessary. So a prior author authorization, step therapy, quantity limits. So I don't want to get in the weeds necessarily, but there are definitely (laughs) variables that you would want to consider to ensure that you're in the most comprehensive plan moving forward. And just because it worked well for you last year doesn't mean that things aren't going to change this year. That's great. So people really need to consider all the options. If something has changed in this in this year, whether it's medications, doctors, maybe even hospital visits, that's those are things that they need to talk to you about, right? Or a Medicare specialist about in order to figure out where do I go next? Absolutely. So and if yeah. someone does have a Medicare Advantage plan and they're doing open enrollment, yes, all of those variables. So what physicians okay. and hospitals are you currently seeing? But God forbid there be a health event, where would you want to go? So kind yeah. of planning for the future and the unknown, which can often be tricky. Okay. What mistakes do people make and how can they avoid them when looking at open enrollment? So I think the biggest mistake is just assuming that it's going to be great for next mm-hmm. year or that you don't have to make a change. Also, you know, we see a lot of folks who will say, oh, this plan works great for my neighbor or for my spouse. And then they select that plan for themselves. But even something as small as a dosage or a tablet versus a capsule or extended release versus not can make such a difference when you're making your plan selection. And then I also think that there are a lot of communication and solicitation out there trying to earn your business. So really working with someone who understands what's going to be most comprehensive for you in the upcoming year. Because once October 15th through December 7th is over and we hit December 8th, We have to wait until the following open enrollment to make changes for the upcoming year. So very important that the decision that you're making now impacts all of 2023. So I think that's really important. Agree. Yeah, this is a big decision to make. You don't want to make the wrong decision because I would imagine it could cost a lot of money and headache and time if you're not in the right plan. So working with someone like yourself to make sure that you're in the right plan for this next year going forward, really important. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> so yeah. yes, it's, yeah. it's just so important. And that's one of the key takeaways that we ask everybody who talks to us. I'm like, if there's nothing else that you take away, 
please complete this exercise every year. And then I should mention that this is for individuals who are going through Medicare fall open enrollment. And perhaps if you have a HRA or a retirement group that you're working through, your timeline might be a little different. So keep that in mind as well. Good point. Good point. What about Medicare and long-term care? Obviously, I'm in the LTC space and I deal with this daily and I know there's a lot of misconceptions on does Medicare pay for long-term care? Talk to us about that, Emily. I would imagine this is something that you educate your clients on. Absolutely. It's a very common question that we get. So Medicare will cover the first 20 days in a long-term care setting for a skilled rehabilitation need though. And then if you have, for instance, a Medigap or a supplement, you may have an additional um, 80 days that's covered. So that's a total of 100 days. Come day 101, that's where Kelly, (laughs) you and your team come into play with the long-term care piece. So it is one of the biggest misconceptions is that if I need care, Medicare is going to cover it. And that is not the case. So very, very important for that long-term care planning piece, um, understanding how your benefits are going to cover an acute need, but then understanding if it's more of a long-term need, that then you're looking at long-term care insurance or private pay right, or a Medicaid situation. Right. So the takeaway here is essentially it's short-term medical care. That's what Medicare is intended to cover, right? Those short-term true medical issues that you have. If you need extended care, custodial care, non-medical care, that's where you need to look at other options to be able to help provide that care. You know, how are you going to pay for that? Where are you going to receive care? That's long-term care different than what Medicare is intended to cover. Thanks for clearing that up. Absolutely. That's a great question. Emily, why do you think that people are not revisiting their Medicare plans every year? I think one of the biggest um, players in that, Kelly, is that there's so much information out there. Individuals are getting calls or texts from their physician practices saying, hey, you should look at these plans. Maybe it's that your phone is ringing off the hook <laughs> this time of year with you know individuals trying to get you into their specific plan or the amount of email and text. And I just think that there's so much information out there that it really causes paralysis for individuals. And they're just like, you know what, this is too much. And I'm just going to stick with what I have. It can't be that bad, can it? And so last year alone, we saved our clients over $961 by making a switch or asking them to remain the same. So that was just the average for last year. So it can be a significant amount of money that individuals are leaving on the table. And I don't believe that individuals really know how important this exercise is. And I think it truly is just the amount of information that individuals are receiving. They just don't know who to turn to and who to trust. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you see it everywhere. You see it in an email, in the mail, on billboards. Mm -hmm. It's all over the place. How do they know what information is the right information? Who do they trust? What's the best decision for them? Yeah, that's why it's important to work with an expert. And now for a brief message from our show's sponsor. As the premier long-term care planning designation, the CLTC Certified in Long-Term Care Training Program focuses on the discipline of extended care planning, providing financial advisors with the tools to discuss longevity and its consequences on a family's lifestyle, and finances. Look for the CLTC designation when choosing an advisor. Emily, do you expect to see premium differences in 2023 with Medicare plans? 
We do. So as of October 1st, we were able to access all of the plans. So there are a couple of plans where, shockingly enough, the plan premium went down a little bit, which Hmm. that's always great. (laughs) Um, But for many plans, they've actually increased. And um, there's a couple of plans that are no longer available in 2023 that are currently available this year. So that plan provider will send out communication stating that your plan will be replaced with this particular plan. Um, But we're also seeing plans that are around $20 this year that are going up to 65 next year. So just another reason to complete this exercise, because again, come December 8th, if, you know, individuals all of a sudden get that premium payment for January, there's not anything we can do, unfortunately, until the upcoming year. So, and again, by now, everybody should have received what's called an ANOC or an annual notice of change from your current plan provider. Take a look at that. It's very important. It's going to give you the premium differences. It's going to give you the difference in what the tier levels are. So there's going to be a lot of important information in that document mm-hmm. that you should take a look at for sure. Great advice. What about medical claims processing and billing resolution? I know this is a service that you guys offer at Senior Servicing. How does that logistically work? Sure. So folks send us all of their explanation of benefits, uh, medical bills prior to payment. So we look at the medical bill to ensure that the provider billed the way that they should. And then we also confirm that the insurance paid the way that it was supposed to based on the explanation of benefit. And so it's just so important that individuals are looking at their explanation of benefits and they also understand how their insurance is supposed to pay for those services. So there was a study in 2019 where 49% of all medical care bills had errors and 80% of all hospital bills contained an error. So it's just so incredibly important and it's not malicious by any means, but there are so many codes or someone inadvertently keys your secondary insurance in as primary. And so primary doesn't pay because they didn't get billed and secondary didn't pay because primary didn't pay. So, and then the system generates a bill. Um, This year alone, we've already processed $3.5 million in claims that contain errors. Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah. And, And if you're not in the industry, if you're not an insurance expert or this is something that you do day in and day out, that's very confusing, right? Where do people start? I mean, this is something that I even tried to do on my own. I know I reached out to Emily a couple of months ago because we had a situation where we had a lot of medical bills and I am in the insurance industry and I was having trouble navigating the situation. You know, how do I know if this is accurate or not? And so (laughs) Emily gave me some tips and help, but her team this is what they do for many people that are that are older adults, but then even people who aren't seniors, right, Emily? Absolutely. So right now our youngest client is 12. So we're helping the parents navigate a medical situation with their child so that they can really focus on, on their kid and their family and not having to worry about the mound of medical bills. And that's what's so often, you know, the case is that if someone does have a mound of medical bills, they typically had a health event. And right. so they might not be feeling well, or they might not have family or, you know, friends that are able to help, or they have those care needs that we were just talking about, Kelly, and they're trying to get folks to help them with their care needs, not necessarily helping navigate the medical bills. So yeah, it is, it is definitely um, a gift to be able to, to help our clients in that way for sure. Mm-hmm. And I know you have a great team behind you to help support you do that. Uh, what a phenomenal service that you guys that you guys offer. What are some best practices when looking at these explanation of benefits? 
I think one of the the key pieces is truly understanding what your insurance covers. So you can look at an explanation of benefit, but in order to identify the error that might you know, be in that explanation of benefit. It's truly understanding what does your policy cover, mm-hmm. which I don't know if any of you have read those um, documents, <laughs> but they're <laughs> often lengthy. And if you're having a hard time sleeping, open it up. <laughs> but really, truly, so first understanding what your plan covers, but then really reading a lot of the footnotes. So I think that's really, really important. Oftentimes you may see that insurance denied this particular claim and then they have a footnote that says, even though it was denied, you're not responsible. Maybe it was outside of timely filing, or that particular claim was lumped into another payment that the provider received. So very important just to read those footnotes. And then if at all possible, trying to get an itemized bill from your providers so you can really pair up what the explanation of benefits saying versus what the claim is saying. That's right. In order to find those errors. And if you don't feel like you're up for the job or your spouse or your kids or whoever is helping you navigate that situation, Emily's team is, is really great at that to be able to help dissect that and read that policy language because contracts can be very confusing, right? What does this actually yes. mean? You know, break it down into layman's terms for me. And I know your team does that really, really well, Emily. Emily, I know you also offer household money management services. Can you explain that? Absolutely. So we help individuals um, navigate their medical bills, as you mentioned. And then a few years ago, we had multiple clients asking us, you tell us that it's okay to pay, but can you just pay it for us? So we now have a household money management division where we actually help pay all of our clients' medical bills, but then all of their bills. So their cable bill, their rent, um, ensuring that they don't have any unclaimed funds out there that maybe they're eligible for, making sure that their premium payments are being paid on time, and ensuring that they are taking minimum distributions if they're supposed to from their IRA. So really helping um, make sure that their financial portfolio looks really good from a tax standpoint, and then working closely with their accountants and their financial advisors, as well as their power of attorney, if they're not able to do that on their own to ensure that their you know, household accounting is buttoned up as best as it can be. So... So you're not replacing these other professionals. You're really coming alongside them to complement them to do these day in and day out tasks that oftentimes older adults, maybe they don't have the ability to do anymore or they don't want to, or they forget how to do whatever the case may be, right? You're sure. you're helping these other professionals in that because I know many financial advisors, they are really wealth managers, right? They're, they're looking at the mm-hmm. investments and they're helping to accumulate and protect what these older adults have, but you're then coming along and saying, okay, that's really important, but we need on it, you know, Monday to Sunday, how, you know, paying the bills and managing the budget and all of those things, which are really important. And oftentimes older adults don't have the ability to do anymore. Right. And we're seeing that so many families are scattered throughout the country and around the globe. So being able to really be the eyes and ears here locally so that we can assist their loved one um, and really protect them from a lot of scams and fraud. It's Mm -hmm. just amazing to me, um, the stack of just solicitations that our clients get. And if they have a giving heart, Mm -hmm. you know, they may give themselves right onto the street, unfortunately, which is exactly what we want to help try and protect. So or they get a call saying, hey, you can get this alumni book for $4,000 and they just sign up for it. So really helping protect their assets so that they can, 
you know, say yes to what they want to do, be it live in their current home, you know, be able to reside in their home with the care, you know, Kelly, (laughs) that your team helps provide for them um, from a long-term care planning standpoint. And then truly being able to um, just assist their family with peace of mind, knowing that mom and dad isn't being taken advantage of. So right, that's a a good service. That's such a good point with the scams. I mean, yes, older adults definitely are a target, but they're not the only target. I mean, I myself was a target recently this year earlier, and I almost fell for it. I almost Mm -hmm. fell for it. I couldn't believe it. It was just so cunning that it sounded legit. But if you think about as older adults are getting phone calls or getting solicitations, maybe even something pops up on their computer Mm-hmm. They are likely to think that this is legit and that they should follow the directions and you know and do and do what they say or do what they ask. So having a service to be able to double check, right? Sure. Is is this legit? Does this make sense? Is this part of your financial plan? Will this fit in your budget? Such a security blanket for them. It is. And I think one of the things too to keep in mind is that even understanding the technology piece of it. So Kelly, you and I, if we get an email, we're going to confirm that it's coming from you, Kelly, not right. you know somebody that has your name, but not your email address. So really just helping them even understand some of those nuances and what to look for to protect themselves when we're not there. That's great. Emily, any final advice on how people can plan now to live well? I think the one thing I can say there is to as difficult as it is to truly think about what you would want, God forbid there be a health event or, you know, some sort of medical condition that you or your family was presented with. So really being able to pause and realize that there are so many variables that go into planning now so that you have, you know, limited financial exposure. And then you also have provider choice in those situations. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the biggest pieces of education that we do with our clients. And it's such an honor to be able to help walk a client through that when they call and say, hey, I just had a recent diagnosis. How much is this going to cost me? And for us to be able to say, because you planned well seven years ago, your out of pocket is going to be either zero or very limited, and you have provider choice across the nation. So you can get those second opinions. You can do you know, the things that, that are important to you, typically in the middle of a crisis situation. So very difficult to think about, but I think it's mm-hmm. so important to, to consider that when you're making your healthcare decisions, especially as you age into Medicare. Right. Absolutely. Great, great advice there, Emily. And lastly, Emily, where can people find in more information about you? Absolutely. So I think the easiest way is to go to our website, which is seniorsservicing.com, or you can check us out on Facebook or Instagram. So thank you so much, Kelly. Thanks, Emily. Have a great day. Thanks, you too. Thanks for joining us on today's episode of Steadfast Care Planning with Kelly Augsburger. For more information about today's guest, please check out our show notes. And for additional information about Kelly, you can look her up on LinkedIn or find us online at www.steadfastagents.com. This show was made possible by Certification for Long-Term Care, Primary Residential Mortgage, and DWA Tax Consultants. Please join us next time for more helpful guidance and thanks for listening.